What's going on, everybody? This is Crystal. And this is Mike. And this is... Unprofessional. And we are back again for another week. And we back, and we back, and we back. <laughs> trying something new. We're trying to record ourselves, like, video. So I don't really know if we're supposed to, like, look at each other, look at the, you know what I'm saying? I think we just interact. You know I think I mean? so, too. Let I the think, camera you know go, and we just pick up on the pickup. I'm looking crusty, you know what I'm saying? But it's all it right. Is this is, this is, is us in our element. You know, he got fresh and fly, you know. He's you talk, first off, first off. I know, I know, I know. I told him, I told him, I know, I told him. I told him. Whoa. I did. I did. I told him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. I'll, 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 I'll spice it up next week. Um, new news. What's going on? Hey, there's a lot of shit going on. New news. But is it a lot of shit going on? What's new? Up. Yesterday. It's, we have 99 days until we graduate law school, guys. That's crazy. 99 days. I have a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though. Happy Black History Month. Oh, yeah. We should do a Black History fact. Yeah, we should. He, what was, what was it's he a lot of. I mean, it's a lot. You know, George Washington Carver with the three hundred ways to to, to use peanuts. Right, I'm sorry, I can't taste none of it. So sorry. Uh, you know, the, the traffic light. Shout out Garrett A. Morgan. Yes, um, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. The iron was invented by a black person. What's his the name? The flat iron. Oh no, the um, real iron. Well, yeah, not the flat. Well, yeah, the real iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? It's just, I mean... It's a bunch. We, we're going to try... Look, we try and do content ideas. We're going to try and do, like, yeah. Instagram videos of, a, right. of black history. I was going to come here, and my fact was going to be that, you know, Outkast was the first rap group, but then that's the well, data to win the... Well, they were the Rap group? Yeah, to win the, to win the uh, Grammy for album of the year, which that's, I mean... Honestly, only rap group probably. Ever, yeah. right? Gotta be, right? I mean... Honestly, I know. I think the food, no, the Fuji's was nominated, but I don't know if they're rat. So it's like a whole thing. It is, but black people haven't won a uh, Grammy for album of the year. Well, I take that back because Donald Glover, but I'm not counting that nigga. I'm talking about before <laughs> Donald Glover. It really, and he he ain't win the album of the year. He won all the other shit, record and song. Which, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for no, this no, is no, America, no. which is a whole nother. <clears throat> don't get me started. Yeah, that. that's stupid. But um, um, yeah, that's new news for me. I got another thing. Okay. I think Billie Eilish is. So I love Billie Eilish, right? Ah, yeah. But mm-hmm. she pissed me off. But I don't know this she whole me this off. whole thing about her taking hip hop culture. I don't see it. I, it's not that she, she just take, wear baggy clothes. Yeah, Everybody but I wear ba- like yeah, but her sweat like I don't really see it. She just, just looks like a golf white golf. Yeah, but it's like thing. a like a it's weird, right? So it's weird for me because it's like <sighs> I think her whole shit. The whole swag is ha- have like undertones of hip hop culture in it. I mean, it's not necessarily. I think everything has undertones of hip hop culture yeah. in it because that like hip hop and like black culture influences a lot of things. But like her whole swag, who she hangs out with, who she talks to, who she, you know what I mean? Like all those motherfuckers are in rap. That's possible. I I don't know. I mean, it, it feels very reminiscent of when Miley Cyrus and denounced hip hop and then yes. she like, but after she had caught the wave of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? But, but her music is not Billie Eilish isn't really hip hop. It definitely isn't. It's definitely in my like opinion. more like an alternative sound. That's Tom, tough for me. I don't know. I don't know. But I but it is comparative to the current state of hip hop. I will say that. Like her music, like I her music is like you know. I, I'm thinking of her. I'm thinking of people like Juice World and all them fucking mm. lean sipping motherfuckers. And if we classify that as hip hop, now we kind of make our way to Billie Eilish. But if we're looking at hip hop, like you know, I agree. I think hip-hop. my whole thing about hip hop is I actually think we need to define it more. Mm. 
And because and honestly, if anyone's black, it's it's hip hop, right? Or R and B, even if technically it's not. So I think hip hop should actually be more exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's kind of I've heard arguments of like who's black. I like you know which is a whole nother argument I'm not trying to get into, but, like, I don't think everything should be able to be hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, they wouldn't let Lil Nas X on the on the country charts because he wasn't country enough. Yeah, no, everything can't be hip-hop then. No. Everything is not rap. No. Yeah, but, you know, you know how that go. Of course. All that shit is always open. Of course. New news, I mean, <laughs> in the world, there's a bunch of shit going on I don't know. Like, I don't really know happen, about any of this shit. Right, Iowa happened, the State of the Union All I, I know clips. is that Mayor Pete won Yo, the Iowa caucus, and that's some bullshit. This man is mayor of a town we've never heard of. <laughs> so that's the thing. Um, is, 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 is South Bend even a city, though? I have no idea. Is it a town? I have no idea. He mayor of a town? Iowa? In Indiana? First of all, when the fuck did Iowa become so important? I know it's been important... Forever. It's been, I just looked Forever. it up. It, I think 1972 was the first year that the Democrats did it there, and then four years later the Republicans did it. Mm-hmm. What I'm confused about is, ain't don't nobody live in Iowa, so right. why are they the four? Why are they the front runners of like they set the precedent? Like once I once don't. Iowa picks something, that's pretty much how it goes. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure out how they became this pillar of freaking political ideas or like like. I don't know. I think that, like, it's not the first... And then first of all, I don't even know what the fuck it is because it's not a primary. It's just Yeah, it's a, caucus. Well, I just looked up... They, like, every two years, they have to come together and do some caucus shit. And it's like any Iowa resident, I think, can, like, come into the caucus stations or polling stations. Mm-hmm. And they literally... I, I listened to a podcast, so in my mind, that's what it looked like. You show up to, like, a school auditorium at, right, like, 7 o'clock. Right, that's what it was, yeah. And they got these different bleachers. And so, like, this is Team Yang. This is Team Warren. This is Biden th- mm-hmm, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. If... 15% of the folks in that room, however many people show up that day, I think the number was 54 for the episode of the pod I was listening to in this specific place. If 54 or more people were at, you know, Warren's, that qualified as 15%. Then you go to a step two, because now once the people who didn't get 15% are out, you vote among the people that are left. Mm. And that's how you get the final the final percentages. Yeah, yeah. So you mean tell me, though, this is all done with probably like, 200 people or less. I'm telling you, it's got to, I mean, well, 15, 50 people being 15% honestly is, it's a lot of people in there, right? Oh, you, oh, you said 54, 50, oh, uh, I thought you said people. it was 54 No, no, uh, 54 people say, like, would be that? 15%. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, oh, well, yeah, so that's a people. lot of people, it's, it's but like, people. so like, uh, that's a lot of people. It's a good, yeah. But yeah. still, I mean, it's hard to me, like, I don't even get. Yeah, I don't get the whole shit. Yeah, and it's Iowa. Don't get the whole shit. Did you, nobody know, like, Name a city in Iowa. Iowa I City? I don't know. I'm a guess. It's probably not a Iowa, city. Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. What the fuck? Nope, is, what is I'm the capital? Of, nope. I was thinking of Idaho City. Nope. Right. So, what's yeah, the capital I, of Iowa? I don't know. Nope. That's, is Shoe Falls in Iowa? Cedar Rapids? Hell, I don't know. I don't know what's in Iowa, and I don't know. All I do know is Mayor fucking Pete won the Iowa caucus. Yeah, which, I mean, Iowa did vote Barack Obama, but I mean, I just, I don't know. It's confusing. Also, Biden being so low in the polls, it doesn't surprise me in the grand scheme of things, but it kind of surprises me. I think black people like Biden better than the white people. And Iowa is 90% white, so. Mm. I don't know. 
I think Biden time is done. I think I, when he, when the primaries first came, well, when political presidential candidates first came out, like motherfuckers was excited about Biden. Yeah. But like as he started to talk, yo, he's he's he's, he's not sharp at all. He like, old as hell. Like yeah, like he half of like half of it's from him just being old as hell. But like Bernie and Warren are around the same age. Yeah, maybe, but, like, but like he is. He not just sharp. seemed like out of. He out of he the is. times, you know what I mean? He is, like, he is not sharp. That I mean, Elizabeth Warren's what seventy. Bernie Sanders is probably like seventy five. Seventy five. Just had a fucking heart attack. I don't know what he had, but like at least he can still talk. I'm not sure talk, Biden all the way they, they feel more connected. They are like they're connected. I don't. Bur, bur, somebody got to check on that brother, man. No, dead ass. Barack, no, call him in. No, really, I remember watching one of the debates and I was like, hey, yo. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like has this like. It's like coldness on his face, where it's like it's like almost Affleck, where he has no emotion and he's just talking. I almost think like no bull, like it might be early signs of like dementia, dementia or like yeah. Alzheimer's, because yeah, yeah, it it, yeah, it yeah. doesn't read right. Like it it reads yeah. very un like I can imagine in person it's even worse. Mm -hmm. And mind you, we're on watching him from TV, which yeah. hides a lot of things. I just I just like when are we as a country gonna wake up and be like. Why the fuck are is our leadership consistently 65, 70, 75? I know Barack Obama. I know Obama Barack Obama being having kids uh, right, in like preschool was right, crazy. Crazy. But at the same time, like, what the fuck? Like, do we see them as people who are esteemed, people with people with experience, people who can actually lead? Like, why why are most politicians? Well, I think to become old? president you have to have a long resume unless you are the current president. Um, and I just think it takes time to, you know, you, you gotta be a stuff. mayor of a town or a city, and now you gotta be a senator or a congressman. And, and now after you, you a congressman, you gotta, or you know what I'm saying? And I think it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's these unwritten rules of like positions and steps you need to take yeah, before you could become president. And honestly, I don't know. Like, like what, what are we talking about today, right? We're talking about how the, the theme of today is like everything is political, right? Like mm -hmm. from the from a lot, which which school you get to go to as a kid to the point like that's determined by politics, right? The water you drink, the roads you drive on, Philly y'all's politics is ass because y'all roads is awful. Like somebody got fixed that. <laughs> uh, like you know what I'm saying? So like politics touches our lives in so many ways we can't imagine, but it 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 literally touches every single part of our lives, whether it's like we're conscious or not of it. And it's like, half of us don't even get it. No, none of us get it. Like we in law school <laughs> and we don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, given I have not tried to know what's going on, but like, even if I wanted to know, it's, I kind of don't know. I think, I think the current system is failing. And I think that like, just politics in general. So like, I don't know. I don't like being associated with failure. <laughs> so like I just try but right now what I'm doing in my coping mechanism of dealing with the failure of America just right. in general right. I'm not really tuned in right. the way I need to be tuned in that. you know what I mean and I'm kind of like brushing over it cause it's like maybe it'll get better but like it's probably not gonna get better probably not it's probably all. gonna get worse before it get better 100% so like but down going back to the idea of these like this politics spewing down to every like facet of life right it's everywhere like it's it's in it's in bas it's in literally basketball yeah it's in hell yeah you know what i mean it's in, in the workplace it's like, in the workplace you know it's the bureaucracy is everywhere 
it's all the time, it's constant, and I don't think we know enough, or no, we know about it, but we don't talk about it enough to where? No, you know what I think? I think we, we go to all this school, and uh-huh. we take all these classes, and read all these books, and whatever. No one really teaches you how to play the game. Oh, no. Or maybe no one teaches no, no, us no. how to play the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually yeah, think no. some cultures and family, like, example, families that have family businesses, right, or, like, mm-hmm. family trust, like, lots of money, right? They, like, a kid, if, if they know that this kid is going to be the president of the company one day, at 12, he starts sitting in on board meetings. You know what I'm saying? Like, at, at the dinner table, we talking about, oh, yeah, how was school, but also, me, dad, I have this thing going on at the family trust, this how this, this, and this happens. You 12 years old, having that conversation. And I just think, no, like, we were talking about, does law school make people unempathetic based on its curriculum and doc, doctrinal classes and stuff like mm-hmm. that, right? What I really would critique law school about is it does not teach us, not only does it not really teach us how to be lawyers, it teaches us how to air quote think like a lawyer, it does not teach us how to play the games we will need to play. And I think maybe that's what some of the affinity groups are for, whether if they're yeah. good or not. Like yeah. different different groups of people mm-hmm. need to play games different ways. Well, yeah, I mean, that goes... But, mean, law, but law school still never even mentions like... Your boss liking you or dislike you will play a role in, yeah, yeah, which yeah. it's common sense, but like... I mean, that goes into like, okay, you're in this space, but like nobody gives you a blueprint to navigate this space. So mm-hmm. that goes back to this idea of navigation and being able to like, okay, I'm in this I'm in this realm, where do I do? And some of that is like, yes, like I think that should be put in the curriculum of law school. Right. I think it's in the hands, like you said, of the affinity groups here. I think in most places it's in the hands of like a mentor yeah. or, or somebody you uh, find an affinity to at work. Right. But like, it shouldn't be like that. You right. know what I mean? Like, I think that a lot of people, especially in professions, are expected to like know how to navigate in these places the as well. You know what I'm saying? And like, that learning curve sort of separates like the motherfuckers who gonna get fired yep. versus the motherfuckers who Some gonna succeed. Some people just need time. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, we, and sometimes you don't get time. But yeah, most of the time. And I think what, what's scary is at this level where we're about to go on, you don't get time. Hell no. You know what I mean? There's and, no time. And there's real risk. Like, right. if I don't know how to be a lawyer until I am right. a lawyer, that means the first, the first, mm-hmm. the, any failures I make will result in a real right. client being right. harmed in some way, right. whether it's monetary, right. they going to jail, mm-hmm. loss of freedom, mm-hmm. something like. And that. I, I think the whole premise is based on okay, like you're going to be a first year associate, you're not right. going to touch a lot of the work, right. you're gonna, but a lot of niggas ain't first year associates. Right. Like a lot of people are going right into the. Like a lot of people don't have the ability to go to a big. Right, firm or right. like or even getting so looked at a big stuff. firm or, so it, like or if you from, go work for the government or somebody from day one it's on you know what I mean yeah. or if you're going on the other side and the business side yeah. from day one I could lose I can lose a million dollar client or I could lose 500 billion dollars from one mistake yep. you know what I mean that's I mean nobody it, teaches you how to navigate right, that shit right and the responsibility of it I mean it's like mm-hmm. like we know it comes with responsibility and the pressure but like if we had a if we had a, a ounce of something, right? right. I, I won't know how to be a lawyer till I'm a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. But if you at least tell me how to play the game before I gotta play it, right. it would give me some preparedness. You right. know, I think being prepared makes you feel a lot more comfortable. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of the things we're discussing is because we are unprepared and we are unprepared we are unprepared for something we honestly don't really know what's coming. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we really don't know what it's like to go to court. Ever. Like, we think we know what it's like to go to court. From we, the, the theory of it all. And, like, doing or arguing stuff. But, like, we don't really know. what. Yeah. I still don't know when to object. But, like, right. <laughs> like, literally, in law school, we took evidence everything. I still don't know when in the courtroom I would literally say, objection. 
I mean, the thing like, is, like, we do simulations and we do stuff like that, but, like, the legal practice is a fucking practice, but right. yet you don't practice until it's actually time to practice. Correct. And that's the most circular sentence, but that this profession is fucking right. circular. Right. But, like, the curriculum of law school or, I mean, I know a lot of dental school and medical schools, the curriculum is practice. Right. But, which, which, but, I mean, they have literal people's exactly, lives in their hands, which exactly. makes sense, but I actually think law school should take some lessons from No, yeah, that's what, and that was my next point. My next point is, like, Okay, I get after the first year, like get 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 my theory, get my doctrine out the way. You know what I mean? So I can learn to be in that mindset. But after that, everything should be practiced. And maybe that's maybe maybe that's extending. I, I hate to say this. Maybe maybe we need another year. Oh no! Wait a second. I hate this. The third I'm, year could be that. Oh yeah, the third year. Yeah, the third year could year. be that. So you could have we, even if you want to do one two years of just teaching you the yeah. the, the, the theory of law. Third year could be. Third that. year could be. All practice. And I mean, given most of us do have, most people have internships had internships and, and jobs and all that stuff. So, like, I have interfaced with clients. Right, I've, right, right. I've prepared witnesses and stuff like that. However, it becomes very specific to what you have done. So, right. if I always worked at a firm and I F around and get, get hired by a DA's office, which would be kind of weird, but let's say it happens, you have no idea how to go to court. You know how to prepare memos and briefs and, you know, prepare for an assigning attorney. You don't know how to represent right. this client right. in in a courtroom. So it's still, I guess the question is, do they then have to expose us to everything, right? Because we're all going to take different paths. and Right. It, it becomes hard, but I know there's a school, Northeastern in Boston, they have like a mandatory co-op thing. So mm -hmm. I think one year you do have to like work. Well, that's how Drexel is. Drexel has co-op. I don't know if it's but, mandatory though. I don't know if it's for the law school. Though. I know they no, do that. No, 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 it's not for law. Yeah, like Northeastern Law requires Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so like your last, one of your years is mm -hmm. just like working. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been blessed to have crazy internships and meet like good people that like yeah. try to show me some type of yeah. navigation, give me some type of blueprint, but like still, you know what I mean? I agree. Back to politics. I mean, people like you. And right. therefore and you get jobs. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying honestly, you're not capable, I'm not saying you're good. And I, honestly, great, I think outside of some of the events, skill, um, jobs, and professions, right. I think majority of this country, majority of everyone, don't really know what the fuck they're doing. Nobody does. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. Like, you know, like even some medical doctors don't know what the fuck they're doing. Lawyers, I mean, lawyers, lawyers all the time 100% don't know, don't know what the fuck they're doing. So Professors, it's like, teachers, exactly. Yeah. But I think we're all in, we got, we, we get there. Because, you know, for most of us... Somebody like us. Somebody like us. For others, we finessed into this, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, now we just figure it out when we're there. Oh, yeah. I do that all the time. Fake it till you make it. And it really don't be faking it. You right. really, really just trying to paddle right. through. And right. Get to the other side. Right. But, like, why even... I mean, this is a touchy subject for me because, like, I get so pissed about this whole politics just, like, in daily life. I know. You know what I mean? I like, I, fuck the politics that's going on right now in the country. Right. I'm just... I'm talking about the, the political... Experiences we experience in, in, in day to day interactions. My man's had a this man had went on a rant yesterday in class. <laughs> boy, he he told everybody. I mean, how I'm just felt. like, don't ask me about the law school curriculum if you don't want to hear me talk that shit. I think that like the law school curriculum doesn't prepare you for life after law school. Um, I mean, you get to good, meet good people. I think like I, some good people. You know, some good people. You know, yeah. you're exposed to shit that you know you'd be your rooms and spaces you probably would never be in. Yeah. You know, I'm thankful for that. But, like, I think the people kind of ruin it for me. You know what I'm saying? 
And what's crazy though is I, from what I've heard, I actually think our law school is like probably one of the nicer groups of people. Mm-hmm. You know, like Georgetown Law or somewhere like that, like a NYU. Like I would imagine people are much more cutthroat. And honestly, I don't really think people are are cutthroat here. But I mean, the competition is there and stuff like that, and you have gunners and all that. Right. But for the most part, I don't feel like anyone is a danger or harm to me like i don't think anyone is trying to you know embarrass me or whatever but i mm, the law school curriculum i just think it's kind of cruel i I think they're really trying to like beat you down but they never build you back up never never they never build you back up so then you have to do it yourself but now you're mean and you're mad and you're tired right and so the pessimistic right so the version you build up of yourself Mm -hmm. again is so very different from the person yeah. you came in as. Oh yeah, always. You and know I mean? truly think, like, I think law school has been one of the most transformative mo- points of my life. Mm-hmm. And I cannot imagine too many others. Like, becoming a parent is probably the only, like even getting married wouldn't, I don't think, transform me in that same way. Becoming a parent is the only other thing I can think that will happen in my life that will transform me this, this mm-hmm. same way. Because I have never had to examine and look at myself the way I have in law school. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really makes you, you learn so much about the world and all these systems set in place and and how you fit into it. And it really, if you have any, like, conscience, makes you look back at yourself. Yeah. I mean, all this. And that's hard. Yeah. I mean, you have access to so much information um, that, like, you just genuinely and generally wouldn't be exposed to. Right. Like, if you didn't come here. Right. So that forces you to like come to terms with what the fuck you already been built right to think yes and like you're constantly grappling with like your 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 childhood trauma and your childhood upbringing and all this different all this different stuff yep and it's pushing up against the fucking law school shit so like it's hard it is hard and and you have to come to a point where you decide who do i want to be you know what i'm saying and you gotta look and make that decision Ah, politics though, right? Yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> identity. Agree. I agree. So yeah, I mean, like I said, all things are political, including your identity, right? Like mm-hmm. you were saying, what we we're learning things that are pushing up against our already inherent biases and our conscious, right. our unconscious, right. our traumas, everything. All this new information pushing mm-hmm. up against it—that is political. Mm-hmm. And for me, law school has in, internally been political because it's been. Me deciding who I want to be, me try, me figuring out who I am, who I was, who I want to be, and then how do I become that person while in this environment. And honestly, law school can be hostile. Even though I think our classmates are and staff are pretty good people, yeah. like it can still be a very hostile environment. It can be lonely. It can be cold. Even if I've, I've spent every day with, with you and my friends, right, but it, it can still be lonely. Just because, like, when you go to take an exam, turn in a paper, that's your exam. That's your paper. Me, myself, and I read. You're in that by yourself. Even if I study with y'all all all the time, we all can get different grades. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I have never had to rely on myself to this extent. And it it teaches you to, what's crazy, the practice of law, I think, is actually pretty collaborative. But in law school, it is so individualistic that that's also hard for me to reconcile when you get out into practice, right? Because... Everyone's still going to be in the law school mindset, I think. Right. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Politics, man. I'm man. Yeah. I mean, I, I also, I also, when I said this yesterday in class, 
Yeah, whatever. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I think that like, was going off. That I think that like we're dealing with all these things, right. but it's an internal battle. Yes, you know what I mean. So like, yes, like we kind of have to come to terms with like our biases and our ideas and thoughts. But like, law school also doesn't give us a platform to do that. You know, like in an expressive way, allowed yeah. mm-hmm. to other people. You know what I mean? Like we don't. Some asshole will say something outrageous in class, and he'll. He'll be able to say that in class, you know what I mean? Nobody holds him accountable, you know what I'm saying? I like so even though I'm I'm being exposed to other thoughts and ideas, sometimes I don't, I don't have the privilege to express mine. Is it because you don't have the privilege? Because a point I wanted to make in class, but I mm-hmm. I actually thought it was too not too controversial, but yeah. I just wasn't trying to go there. I think the the most outrage came from us people that look like us, right? So all the black students were saying like law. Everybody kind of agreed that law school does not work on empathy, mm-hmm. but our classmates had the idea that like, oh, professors do care about policy and they discuss these issues and yeah. they actually do talk about social context and all this, whereas in our opinion, they don't. And I think what, what why there's a disconnect there is because I think the way that we read cases versus an Asian person, a, a white person, any other, you know, a disabled person or, you know, uh, it's gonna be different. And so for me, example, like reading Brown v. Board of Education, that case means something entirely different to me and Mike than it would to any other minority, yeah. Yeah. any other minority. Yeah. And it's just, if we don't talk about that social context, it's kind of like, well, what the hell are we talking Talk, about? What was it for? What is this point? And that's everything, like a law school, like yes, we're building skill sets to like get the best results, void of emotion, and like really try to get the best results and problem solve, but like you can't get the best results if you don't understand context right. and like people's issues and like like we talk about damn rational basis exactly. and brown v board rational yeah. basis. I don't know what we're talking Strict about. Strict scrutiny and right. all that shit. But like, that's also another thing where like in law school and the legal system and the legal curriculum, like we never talk about or it's and it's very obvious the racism. You know, what I mean the, the the homophobia the. Insert, insert the, the sexism, insert ism here. You know yep. what I mean? And it's, and like, we need to start talking about those things because my fear is that you have, you know, you have fucking insert person here right. growing up their entire life thinking one way. Yeah. You know, my way is the right way and never truly being exposed to different ideas. And then the law school, the last step before they go out into the professional world mm-hmm. to actually go help fucking people, doesn't prepare them to actually know how to help those people. I agree. So now a, a different race, somebody different comes to their desk and they say, I'm dealing with this. I'm broke, busted, and disgusted. I can't help, I can't, I, I'm dealing with this. They can't relate. And, they, and not that they can't relate because they're in two different social classes. They can't feel what that person is yeah. feeling because they never experienced. Not even that. They can't even imagine. Yeah, right. They, 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 they never been exposed. They can't imagine that some shit like this will happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and outside of law school, like let's put it to things other people can relate right. to. Look at the Grammys, right? Like mm-hmm. I was just saying, what a, a black person has not won album of the year right. in damn near 20 years or longer. Right. That's ridiculous. Who is at the forefront of American? Who is at the forefront of world culture right now? when it comes to art and media, right? It's mm-hmm. black people, right? The most famous person in the world, I would argue, is Beyonce. Yes. A black woman. She has not won an album of the year ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? And Jay-Z, I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some of the best 
people we can think of have not won these awards that we mm-hmm, mm-hmm. signify. As I, mean, they, I mean, they win record of the year sometimes. They win, rarely. but like they don't. But like the when, big three Grammys: album, record, and song right. of the year are rarely right. No, right, right. Black I'm just saying. I don't know. So they win. They win Grammys maybe for right. like a credit or something like yeah. that. Or like R&B, like, rap you, album. I think I think the appeal to the to Grammys and Oscars is that like you're among your peers. But, quote unquote, and like you're being honored for being the best of of black of, people, right? The Oscars, right? Um, just read an article by Wesley Morris in the New York Times about the Oscars, right? I think there's nine movies nominated. Only one is directed by a woman, Little Women, and then there's one directed by an Asian man, mm-hmm. Parasite, right? All the others, only movie not set in the past is Parasite, and. What is interesting is Wesley Morris pretty much argues that, you know, we want so much different, we want so many different things from the Oscars, right? And we had the, not only did you have Me Too, but you had the let's have inclusion riders and let's talk about diversity and Moonlight one, right? Relatively recently and all this, right? Mm -hmm. And Wesley Morris was like, honestly, let the Oscars tell on themselves. This is their taste, right? What, What they are nominating and deciding to pick for award season is very telling of what they think of Hollywood and what they think of the world. All these movies are basically about white men, minus Little Women and Parasite, mm-hmm. right? Oh, you have Harriet, too, which the only movie starring a black person, she's an escaped slave, right? All these things tell us what these people think of us. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is what they think of us. And so, I mean, we always knew awards were never for us, but it's even more political, in my opinion, that after we have had the conversations of diversity being needed more and all this and that, that they would still have an award season like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they should uh, they should nominate something just because it's black. Queen of Slim, I don't think it deserves no Oscar. So I don't want that in the category just right. so we can say, right, 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 oh, right. we got black people out there. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't want to just, Harriet, I think, is nominated because it's about Harriet Tubman. I haven't seen the film, could be good, I don't know. Yeah, Heard mixed reviews, um, but who, who, what black movies win? Slaves. First black woman to win an Oscar was a maid. I mean, played a maid. Not a, obviously she was an actress. Hattie McDaniel. I'm pretty sure she played a, it was, pretty sure she played a maid in Gone with the Wind, right? Uh, who else wins Oscars? Women that play maids again. The Help. Who else? Slaves. Twelve Years a Slave. Like, yeah. it's never Moonlight. is probably the first film mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it's black people being black people. I mean, this is my problem. And this is like, I think these the the academies, these academies, or just anything in general. Right. Like there was a movement. You know, we need more black faces, and right. we need more black. Fa- you know what I mean? The Moonlight was Moonlight was a hell of a good movie it was, too. It was. But they took that time and be like, okay, I'm gonna put these nigga boys on a pedestal for this one time, and then as we see it now, that's <laughs> it. That's it. But it rolled the wave, you know. They were getting a lot of they were getting they they were getting a lot of flack for not having black faces and black voices present at these awards. And so what would they, what they do? They appease us. Yep. You know what I mean? And now things we, gonna go and away. And now we back. And now we right back. How can you tell me that that Lupita, all these great mother like you know like I'm just like I just I'm appalled at this shit, bro. Like it's honestly because we're so bugging, talented. Bro. Like and like I think people look at these conversations like oh this, we just victimhood pity 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 pity. Yeah, no. But I don't think that's it. And I'm saying this to express that like we just want to see at the table and to be judged fairly for our art, for our contributions to society. 
what to me is so awful about it is we are clearly the creators of culture in right. this country, right. in the world, right. in this country specifically, mm-hmm. right? And not only are we asking for a seat at the table, the table was built on our backs right. that we still can't sit at, and it's it's and. It's even hard because I mean, what's something that has put things in perspective for me is the parasite conversation mm-hmm. and like the farewell, right? Asian casted, uh, Asian films, directors and the cast, right? I typically don't think of Asian people being on TV too much, right? To be fair, and they, they really aren't on TV that much, right? right? And then to say a whole movie. And now, so we look at the conversation of air quote outsiders and um, people of color outside of the black context because it usually is black people. It's usually a black people thing, a white people thing, right? right? Let's let's be honest. Um, and so, looking at what I'm interested in, maybe I'm just I'm not privy. Is what Asian Americans are thinking about the Oscars now, right? Like, mm. is is it is Oscars so white for Asian people? Are they having the same conversation? You know what I'm saying? Do they feel like us? Do, are they saying like I want to see us on TV more? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are it is is are those conversations happening in other places? Because it'll usually be what I find, I'm not even gonna go there, but you know what I'm saying? Like, is that how they feel? Maybe, maybe not. Like, are we are we doing pity parties for ourselves? I don't think so. Because on one hand, I don't think Asian Americans, at least in, I don't think Asian people and descent people in America have as much of an effect on culture as black people do on American culture, which is why I think us not being seen is like, such a big deal. Right. And we've always been here. And I'm not saying like, go. I'm just saying like, niggas have literally been in America. They built the country. Since, yeah. And the fact that like, we ain't winning stuff, we ain't getting this. We've been here this whole time. Right. We've I mean, been here. It's always amazing to me that like, it's 2020 and you have oh, the first black person to do this. First. First black person. First. To, the first fucking black first. person in 500 years to do this. First. That's amazing. It's 2020. Our law school just got the first black editor in chief of the law review. This has been it's twenty twenty. It's and what it's been around since when? Probably a hundred years. Hundred years. Let's say at least. Let's say. Let's say. I'll give them eighty years. At it's minimum. twenty twenty. Right. So that's. I mean, we're still saying first for black people, uh, uh, ethnicity, or race that's fucking been here since the country, the inception of the country. A damn near slave fucking wrote the Declaration of Independence, but that's a whole other con. Nah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I but yeah, politics, like everything, and you know it's also crazy. Until I came to law school, I, I never had this perspective, right? I mm-hmm. never was like, oh, I'm black. I mean, I right? I'm, oh, I've always been black. Never. I've always been woman, mm-hmm. but like I've never been like, oh, but like now anything I read, damn near, I'm like this shit racist. Like I always. never. That's that, not even me though. It's, that's not, not even me. me not but even now me. I cannot even see past it. It's so glaring. Like our one L year, we read so many cases where you you thought you were crazy by being able to see the context, right? Like you've read cases, you'd be like, well, wait a second. I will never forget in property, we read a case. I don't forget the name of the case. The US government took land from Native Americans, like from Native Reservations mm-hmm. and shit. Then the Native Americans wanted their land back. Do you know these niggas made them pay the government for their own land back? Native Americans, they made the Native Americans pay for their land back that the government took, that they said they wasn't gonna take, they stole it. They stole everything, but like they they really stole it this time, right? They said, oh, well, the these Indians are savages skilled at the art of war, right? So we want to contain them. That's that's kind of how like reservations and things came mm-hmm. about. They called, we read this case out loud in, in like 2017, 2018. Indians, 
savages skilled at the art of war. <laughs> Sav Indian savages skilled at the art of war. We read this out loud, and ain't nobody say anything about racism. What? Not, like we just at read all. the case like it was nothing. First of all, if they were so skilled at war, my nigga, y'all wouldn't have been able to steal the land. So obviously that's not true. Mm -hmm. They can't mm -hmm. be, but so skilled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But but they the savages. But I mean that's I mean, yeah. They the savages. Yeah. And so like you just read these cases and you just read them that and read them and it's normal. Yeah. But I don't understand how you can take a criminal law class and never talk about racism, you know, or never talk about biases in a courtroom against like African American males or, or women or it just it's kind of consistently like apparent in every case we read. You talk about the the fucking First Amendment cases that we looked at. Just shit, we just racist. Never talked about it. People unless be scared. I, unless we brought it up. People be scared. And then the, the press was like, "Ooh, uh, no!" Like, uh, which is okay. Oh, all right, guys. All right, calm down now. Like, uh, it's tough. It's tough. Mm -hmm. It's tough. It's very tough. And I mean, you could take the formal route, right, and like pick a candidate you really like and go canvassing for them and like really yeah. push their agenda, uh -huh. or you could. Advocate for someone if you are in a position of power. Advocate for someone in your in your work group space that you believe in and like think should have more opportunities. Mm -hmm. If you in a classroom, you could give a voice or stand up for the the, the person who thinks they can't. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I so mean, many little ways that we can do things. Honestly, I don't think any of this like politic politic politics shit mm -hmm. at the government level. Politics shit at. Uh, uh, human interaction mm -hmm. level will be reconciled until like you see more just like diverse faces i think that's one of the biggest it's 2020 like, though what well, we don't see them exactly and that's great that's, we in the future right now we are in the future and no, still they have a last night we was talking about a, a fucking hummer the hummer coming back and going from zero to 60 electric. in two seconds the electric like that is the future we are in the future and we still it's still white we have automated cars, autonomous cars. We got drones. We got drones, and you mean to tell me that, you know what I'm saying? Niggas still can't get on. Like, what was, oh, I was listening to another podcast, and they was like, why are black people never in the future? Like, when you watch movies. Black mm. people ain't never in the future, and Shit. they ain't never in space. Shit. Did y'all leave us? Y'all killed us? What the fuck y'all do? Honestly, Lando might be the only nigga I've seen in space on TV. Star we ain't Wars never Shit. in space, and we ain't never in the future. Shit. Who the hell gonna build all y'all shit if we ain't in the future? Well, maybe, never mind, I was about to say, it, I caught myself, y'all, I was about to say something racist. Nah, I thought it was funny, but it would have, <laughs> you know, I don't know my crowd. Nah. So, uh. Um, <laughs> damn, that's heavy. Right? We ain't never shit. in the future. We wasn't in Wally. -E. Look. We <laughs> I feel like, no I feel nigga. like, I feel like niggas, I feel like black people don't probably be like, nigga, you trying to go to Mars? Yeah, they did they did it. Hell no, I'm good on Earth, boy. We got water and air down here, man. I'm good, bro. So it might be us. It might be a us thing. I don't thing. think it's a us thing. I no, agree, though. I no, agree. Because if everybody in space, where bro, the hell we at? Bro, Lando and Finn were the only niggas in Star Finn. Wars. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. That's Damn. why black people don't be in science fiction for real. Like... Damn it. We don't be in none of that. I mean, they're also scrubbing our faces because they we can't we can't be heroes. You know what I'm saying? We can't contribute right to the larger society. My favorite book ever is War of the Worlds. Right. I remember reading that book as a kid, be like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> that shit was damn. that shit was fire to me. Niggas boy. wasn't in it. Damn. 
trying to tell you. Star Trek, no niggas. Politics, bro. Politics. Star Trek did, uh, what was that nigga name? They did have a black person on there. One. Back in the, I yeah. Guess, yeah, I guess that's nothing. But that was a big deal. Yeah. Look. A lot of this shit was also created during, you know, Jim Crow South or like, you know did. what I'm saying? Like, but still, yeah. I mean, because what, Diane Carroll was the first black woman. She might be the first black person to have like a primetime television show. Mm -hmm. And that was, I'm going to guess the late 70s. And what was, you know, I mean, damn, you know what's crazy though? Black people have been at the heart of every major turn. I'm just thinking of what's the joint with Taraji and the astronauts. Oh, yeah, hidden figures. Of, uh, hidden figures. Like, you know what I'm saying? We put niggas in space. We put niggas in space. Yeah, we ain't never in space. But we ain't never in space. Damn. Ooh, I know our black history fact for today, too, though, for the IG video. It's about niggas in space. Mm. Honestly, I don't even think niggas really went to space, but. <laughs> Honestly, I can't get why, like, that was such a big, like, that was a big running platform for JFK. And I just mm -hmm. can't figure out, like, we ain't done shit since going to the moon. Yeah, with advanced technology. Think about that. I mean, I ain't no conspiracy, but we probably, we probably, we honestly went to the moon. We probably did. Fuck it. We did. But, like, why we ain't been back? That's my And question. we have advanced technology. But not even that, like, they just went to the moon and came right back. Yeah. They wasn't in the moon, but what, a few minutes? Yeah. What the hell we just gonna do up there? Ain't no water, ain't no air. You know what I think about the other day, and it's totally off topic, <laughs> totally the fuck off topic, because I've really been in a deep hole with this Star Wars shit. Hey, yo. But, like, that had me thinking that, like, you know what I mean? Like, shouldn't, I don't know what, I'm not a science bull, but what, what is our sun? A supernova? I don't fucking know. What's that, what's that star? I don't fucking That's know. star? But, you know, they got the different, okay. you know. Mm -hmm. But, like, there are other stars as big as the sun. Really? Yes. How you know I, that? I, I, I don't know. I just, just, I'm just a thought. Or <laughs> not, if not as big as the sun, uh -huh. damn near mm -hmm. the size of the sun, mm -hmm. probably smaller. I don't know enough so about science. So you're like, science. why don't we re but revolve around no, them? No, not necessarily why don't we revolve around them. Shouldn't no stars have other planets oh. revolving around them in so orbit? Yeah, so or you is think our like sun, other galaxies? Is our sun the only sun that has the, that much pull to pull in all these fucking planets? Mm. So there has to like, be other shit in similar size, other stars oh, in similar yeah. size. This is the simulation. I totally believe there's like other life forms. Like right. alternate react, like, yeah, totally. Right. Mirrored lives. Yes. Yeah, I believe yes. that too. Yes. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I was in a deep hole, like, <laughs> on, you know, you get to, you, you yeah, start YouTube. getting to YouTube. Now it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, why the fuck Yo, I did I YouTube just watch heavy YouTube? Now, like, you know? so yeah, so yeah. And like, I ain't even get, so now you just put me on because I ain't even really get into the, the, the mirroring. Yeah, that's what I would imagine. Like me on fucking Earth and yeah, Galaxy 3 yeah, over there. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I ain't even Have you watched Watchmen that. on HBO? I have not. That's your crazy. That's your crazy. Nigga, <sighs> that shit. What we was just talking about, That's pretty much hit on everything, yo. No, 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 no. They was giving reparations to niggas. Ooh. And it was all technology, technological and shit. You like went in and like you had to be directly affected by the um, bombing of Tulsa when they burnt down Black Wall Street. So if you put your name in whatever, they would trace back your roots. And if they could say, oh, your great grandfather lost his shit, you got your money. How much was this giving niggas? I don't know. It was in, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it was crazy. Um, 
But you know, we 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 low key been rapping a minute. Word, words of wisdom. Words, words of wisdom, wisdom, man. I don't know. I just think that like in a world full of curriculum. That, uh, or just life in general mm-hmm. that really don't give you a blueprint. Mm-hmm. You really got to learn how to navigate this shit. And mm-hmm. I think the most important way and the, the best way to do that is like, it's hard for me to do it even though I'm an extrovert because I hate people, which is, it's crazy. I fu- that's I crazy. Literally but you got to find somebody you have an affinity to. Right. Not not even necessarily have an affinity to. Just somebody you can connect somebody with. you can connect with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean that's affinity too. You know it you is. might have an affinity in yeah. rock music or affinity yeah. in it. But like find somebody who is taking a similar path as you, connect with them and like try to learn, okay, what what do you think will work if I did this? Or what do you think about this? You know what I'm saying? Before I accepted my job offer, I probably asked like nine people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With that, my words of wisdom would be, listen, like be mindful, right? Mm-hmm. Be in this meditation class, all that. Be mindful, take your time, listen. Like, listen to the, the person you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen to your tele. Like, if you're watching TV, really sit there and watch it. Listen, like, listen. Be mindful of the little things and, you know what I'm saying? Like, all this other stuff really... In the like in the in the little everything really don't matter. It matters and it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? So I might. This is Crystal. And this has been and will always fucking be. Unprofessional. <laughs>